Welcome to the Messy Walk Podcast with Pastor Adam Cook, where our goal is to have a genuine and authentic conversation about the Christian faith journey and what a messy walk with Jesus really looks like. Make sure to follow us for future episodes that will be posted regularly each Wednesday. We hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome, everybody, to the Messy Walk Podcast. This is episode 64. I'm here with Pastor Adam. Hey, hey. My name is Chloe, and we are currently in a series about hearing from God and another mini-series inside of that about um, five ways... No, yeah. five. Yeah, yeah, five ways. Steps, <laughs> ways, either way. Yeah, um, to receive what you've been asking to hear from God. Yep. And so um, we're calling these five ways the five dubs, five W's, because um, all these words start with W. That's right. Which works out really perfectly, and it sticks in your head easily. So, yeah. Yep. Five, where are we going? Five dubs <laughs> Wait, where are we going to, with this? <laughs> to actually receive the guidance that you're asking for from God. So yeah. several episodes ago, the whole point was is, how you ask, right? So how do you ask God? And some ways that you had to set yourself up to ask. So the yeah. premise here is obviously banked on the fact that you're going to be asking God for guidance, yeah. which is what prayer is, um, or main component of prayer. And so then it's like, well, if you're going to ask God for it, then don't we need to figure out how to receive it when, when God speaks back to us, when he answers us, when he gives us the guidance, the wisdom that we're asking for. And so what we've been walking through is these five dubs. We're taking these all from, um, so that you know they're not just some sort of, uh, random self-help crap that we created. We're taking right. them from the Word because um, this is the Messy Walk podcast. By the way, if you know that, it's a Christian reference. It's a messy walk with Jesus that we all have. That's yep. what we're here to do. Um, if you're not a Christ follower um, and you're here listening to the podcast, I want to say thank you for tuning in. It is an honor that you would listen to us, and yeah. we are um, here for you in any way that we can be. Absolutely. Um, but... Uh, I don't know where I was going with it. I got distracted by that. But anyway. <laughs> five dubs. Five dubs. And so it's coming from, I'm back on track now. Habakkuk. It's coming from Habakkuk, yeah. um, which is a Old Testament minor prophet in your Old Testament. Three chapters short. Um, in the first chapter, he's asking six questions of God, so those specific asks. And then in chapter two, you start to see this pattern of how he's going to receive God answering these questions. And all of it starts to happen in the first verse. And so we're going to read through it again real quick, and I'll yeah. highlight the dubs as we get to it. So hopefully I'll probably interrupt you as we go through them, and then I will show you um, the next part. We might have to go into verse two for the next one, I think. I don't know, but cool. let's see. All right, so Habakkuk 2.1. I will stand at my watch and station Pause. myself. Oh. Stand at my watch, watch tower. That's getting by yourself yes. alone. That's withdrawal. W number one. Keep going. I will stand at my watch and station myself. Station myself. Pause. That's on the ramparts. He's about to say station yes. myself on the ramparts. Yes. So that is um, uh, the like the fort, the around the edge, the top edge of the fort. And station yourself means you're going to wait. And so withdraw. Mm-hmm. And then wait. So withdrawal is eliminating distractions of, from outside in the world, like turning your phone off and stuff. And then wait is going to be you calming your own self down and kind of camping out there for a little bit. Mm-hmm. So calming the inside things as you wait. Yeah. That, is, that is W number two. I will look to see what he will say to me. All right, that is watch, right? And so we're going to withdraw, we're going to wait, and we're going to watch. And notice it says, look what he's going to say. And so it's this idea of watching that God's going to probably speak through some sort of mental picture or vision and using your spiritual senses to see it and receive it. You're not going to receive it if you're just trying to receive it based on your physical senses. It, God's is speaking a spiritual language to you here, and so he's speaking in spiritual sense form. And so watch means there's probably going to be some sort of mental picture, mental vision that goes along with that answer the guidance that God's given you. So withdraw, wait, watch. 
and what answer I am to give to this complaint. All right. And so he, he says, I'm, I'm waiting for that answer to get mm-hmm. to the complaint. And then go to the next part, which would be verse 2. Cool. The first part of it, I believe. So 2 says, then the Lord replied, write down the revelation. There we go. Pause. So here's our fourth W. We're going to withdraw. We're going to wait. We're going to watch. And then we are going to write. Notice this happening here. So we're going to write. In other words, God's starting to give answers back, and we're going to write these things down, right? So God's telling him, write this stuff down. Um, writing is important to us because we are forgetful people. Yes. And so we forget everything, right? And so if you if you haven't gotten to the spot yet where you write yourself lists to do stuff, it just means you're too young, <laughs> right? You hit, a, you hit a very little – I mean, it's not old at all. Like, it's like – Pre-teens, early teens, where you realize you've got to have some sort of list or you're never going to remember it, right? These are the alerts on your phone, the reminder lists, the calendar-related stuff. I mean, there's just sticky notes, right? Yeah. I mean, sticky notes is a massive product. There's billions of dollars sold in sticky notes. Why? Because we all need to write stuff down. So when you see this, you need to see the progression here. Chapter one, he gives six questions to God. Chapter two, waits, quiets himself, watches, and then God says, Write it down. And so in chapter one, notice this. This is kind of going back. In chapter one, which we didn't talk about at all, he writes down his prayer, which is how we're reading chapter one because he wrote it down. Um, and, and that are his questions. Those are those six questions to God. And then in chapter two, he writes down what God answers him back. And so both of them are written down. Yeah. And this is really, I think, crucial and easy for us to do. This might be easier for us to implement than withdrawing and waiting and watching. Mm. This idea of writing might be easier for us to do. Um, for, for lots of people, your prayer life has gotten in a rut, um, or maybe it's always been in a rut. In other words, it's boring. And mm. you don't like to pray because you end up saying the same stuff over and over and over again. And so you're stuck in this rut and this routine of prayer. Um, if you'll think about how you pray, it typically ends up in this routine of a rut, right? So you say the same stuff over and over again. You find yourself praying to God about the same stuff over and over. And they're usually very generalized, which is why we talked several episodes ago about being specific. They're very generalized things. And so you end up saying the same stuff over and over again. It becomes very boring, and you probably won't return to it very often. Um, so the solution to kind of break out of that rut is to write out your prayers as you think of them. Like, write them down. That's that's Habakkuk chapter one. Mm-hmm. Write down the prayers. Yeah. And, and, you know, and this is just for you. Like, me and Chloe were talking about this earlier, and, and she was very, she revealed some about herself, which I thought was awesome, especially because I think of your age, it shows a mindset. Um, this is just for you. Right, so it doesn't have to make total complete sense. It just needs to make sense to you. Right, right. It's yeah. like you reading your own handwriting. I don't have to right. write real clean if I'm walking at it myself. Right, because I don't have to worry about anybody else trying to decipher my right. chicken scratch. Right, so it's 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 you writing it down for you. So you can write down a prayer in a way that you know what you're talking about, and it not having to be for public consumption. Say what yeah. you said earlier about that. Yeah, I just I have a hard time. Like if I'm just trying to like journal, like I'll write out my prayers or like. I'll, if I'm, I don't really ever write out like what I feel like God is saying to me, which is something that I, right, am, which we were talking to. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Um, but, but like if you're studying some scripture or something. I you... feel like, yeah, I feel like I have to write it out in such a way that sounds cool and sounds good. And I think that honestly comes from the social media age mm-hmm. of like feeling like, oh, I have to have something cool to say. Like, which is just really says a lot about your heart <laughs> like, or about my heart. Like, I feel like it needs to sound cool and sound good so that when I go back to read it, I'll feel inspired. And Or if I decide to share it on social media, that it'll sound cool and it'll mm-hmm. speak to somebody. And it's not... It's not that at all. Just write out. Like, just write. Just it's start that whole, writing. That's that whole image, picture image that other people get of you, right? Yes. So it's like yes. that whole millennial Bible study thing. It must involve a cup of coffee. And a photo. And a photo. With a nice filter. Right. Yeah. The filter and the Bible laying out yeah. just right. And the, yeah. and the light correct. And a plant in the background. And, <laughs> you know, some eucalyptus over here Always in the corner. The right. Your essential oils diffusing. <laughs> right, right. And giving this haze of... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lavender all across the right. It's this. It's this idea of somebody else seeing it, yeah. um, which obviously is part of the problem. Um, because if it's got to be written out just perfectly so, so that it's catchy, you won't do it. Now, yeah. I'm not in that same boat. I'm not somebody who takes pictures of anything, um, and mine's not going to be to post. But what I have found is, is as a pastor, as a preacher, right. as a teacher, I'll do the same thing where I have to word it in a way that sounds catchy. Right, so I can't just jot down. I have to write it in a way that people are going to identify with. They're going to understand what I'm saying. It's going to be concise, but it's going to be thought provoking and sound good. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? So I find myself yeah. getting caught up in that all yeah. the time too. Um, but it's not about that, you know. It's about what you feel like God is speaking absolutely. to you. And if it ends up being something that He wants you to share, then He will help you write it out yes. in such a way that will speak to whoever it needs to speak to. And I, it's and not I about you too, promoting it yourself. I agree with that completely. And I've found too that uh, we. What, what's the word I want to say? We overemphasize. We worry too much about saying it in the right way. Instead of just honestly vocalizing just it, it and yeah. trusting and trusting the Holy Spirit to get it through, yeah. like over the years of preaching and teaching, like I'm, I'm going to try um, a sabbatical here soon because the church that we planted, Union Church, is ten years old this year, and so I'm going to try a sabbatical. And what we did is we sat down and we were like, "How many times has Adam preached since his church started?" And it's like seven thousand times. <laughs> I mean, this is it's a crazy it's number, like a yeah. literal, it's an insane number, and so. I was thinking back over it and I was like, you know what's happened over the last few years is I've become less worried about it being a sound bite that you could pull this piece out and it sound good and more of it being like just an honest expression of my heart. And I and I want to get to a point where I can translate right. it where it makes sense when I say right. it. You, you know, but I don't have to get it all polished up. Yeah. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Right? I just listened to a podcast this morning that was literally talking about people aren't looking for someone that has it all together to tell them how to get it all together themselves. People are looking for someone that's honest and will be yes. real about where they're at and what they're feeling and stuff like that. Because that reson that's going to resonate with someone Absolutely. more than someone who has this clear concise like I wrote this out and here it is. No. Just like be That's be yourself, what we thought. That's what it. we thought for years in Christianity in in evangelical Christianity, which is a bad word for most people but all it means is that we we think that the news about jesus is good news and we want to share it with you and i know that people have ruined that because there's a lot of evangelicals who have been jerks but what we used to do was we used to think well we had to have the right answers and we had to be able to answer all these apologetical questions correctly Um, i'm not saying that you don't need to know those things i think it's really good to know but what we've come back to now what we've seen more is especially in this current time and especially with younger people is that honesty and transparency is the new home run and it's not, well, here's where I can show you in the Bible exactly why we feel this way. And here's the history behind these pieces. I, I love stuff like that. So I dig yeah. it. But it has to come from an aspect of honesty and transparency and openness. 
and not from some know-it-all state, right? From some I'm figuring this out to kind of state, and here's what God's showing me in this raw kind of unfiltered way. And that's the home run when it comes to sharing your faith, because all it is is authentic, Mm -hmm. right? And so people are, there's a craving in our current culture for authenticity, but don't lie to yourself. There's always been a craving for authenticity. Mm -hmm. We just haven't been willing as Christians to show it. We haven't been willing to lead the way in authenticity. Because we know that it's messy. Right, right. It's messy. Exactly. And that's the whole point. What we just said is exactly what we're trying to do with this podcast every single week. This is why it exists, is that this is just going to be a general walk. Like Chloe and I, we have notes and things like that. But you would be surprised at how limited these notes are. Yeah. You would be surprised how limited of the same page that Chloe and I are on when we do this podcast. Right. <laughs> right? So, it's more um, like, this is what we're going to, today, it was yeah. more like, hey, this is what we're going to talk through. Like, let's just roll on and like see yeah. what happens. And I got some notes. I got some thoughts. Yeah. I got some stuff I'm looking at. But really, this is just an honest, open conversation. And that's the whole point, right? And so when it comes down to to writing out your prayers as you think of them, it's not for public consumption. It's just you writing them down, yeah. right? I mean, that's all it is for. Did God know that Habakkuk was going to be a public piece that is written for all the world? Of course he did, yeah. right? Did Habakkuk know that when he's writing down verse one, chapter 1? I don't think so. He wasn't right? like, this is going to be in the Bible. It <laughs> yeah. must be so clear and concise. It must be beautifully written. Yes. I have to make sure it speaks to it's someone be someday. Written. It's got to say it <laughs> yeah. exactly right. you know. And, yeah. I, and I can't just fit the people that I'm in. It's got to go <laughs> centuries and centuries down the road. Right. I mean, no, not at all, right? So so write out those prayers. Write them down, yeah. right? This is the idea of this is the concept. When we use the word write, it's because it was a W. What we're really talking through is journaling, right? Yeah. This is what this means. And journaling yeah. is not you writing out all your thoughts. It's not a diary, right? right. Um, and it's not some sort of book that you're going to publish later. Uh, journaling can be along with prayers, not just Bible study, because mm-hmm. it's not just facts that you're getting. It's your actual prayers. So write them down, and yeah. they're not for public consumption. And if you write them down, it does some things. And look, look, once again, this is not some new age concept of journaling. Um, this is not blog 101, right? Blogs don't even exist anymore. Do they still exist? But they're not as popular. So. Yeah, podcasts kick their butt. I think. Yeah. Um, just because podcasting is easier than mm-hmm. blogging. You can't blogging read a blog is, riding down the road. You blogging can, blogging's difficult shouldn't. though. Yeah. You, you you can get on a podcast and just talk, right? But you do have to have your. <laughs> you got to write it yeah. right. And you got to edit it and all those kind of things yeah. when you're writing it. So True. when we talk about this biblically though, writing out your prayers, we call this Psalms. Like this is the middle of your Bible. That's what we call it because that's what Psalms is. It's literally these written out prayers. I mean, almost all of them. Um, some of them are kind of like songs, right? But mm-hmm. um, what's happening there is, is is it's just prayers. And here's the idea. And this is going to be a quick. This is a quick episode, just like the rest of them. I think the last one was only like 18 minutes. Um, there's many habits. I mean, excuse me, many benefits to developing this habit of writing down your prayers and writing down God answering the prayers, right? So writing down what you pray for and then writing down or drawing that goes along with last week, oh, yeah. this picture of what God's kind of kind of give you. Um, like, for example, go back to that mental picture thing, but um, Valerie and I wrote down a prayer of, you know, God, what do you want us to do in the next phase of this church? What were you calling us to do? It was a prayer. That was what we were saying. Like, what's the next step? What are we called to do? What's the reach look like? Who are you calling us to go after? Right? And we had this big, in the beginning, we had this big picture of a preferred future of people that were outside of the church. And that's a big, the, the cool thing about a vision or a preferred future is you're never going to get there. It's big, yeah. it's huge, right? So it's, you push towards it. But we were looking for some specifics of God. What do we, how do we do that in this area? Because those of you that don't know, 
we planted our church in our backyard, right? I mean, it's it's where I'm from. Yeah. And Church Planting 101 back in the day said, go to the biggest metropolitan area you can find because there's a conglomerate of people there, plant there, and then you're guaranteed to succeed or, or have a better chance of succeeding. Right. Because there's more people to pull from. Yeah. I think that it's more biblical to not, I mean, obviously it's biblical to do that. You go where God calls you. And I think it's extremely biblical to plant in your backyard, plant mm-hmm. where you're from. And so we did. So there was this, this prayer that we wrote down. And we're not great at this, by the way. So I'm not saying that my prayer journal is killing it. No, like same. I wrote it in about three months ago. I ain't touched it since. Right. You know, I haven't written real. mine in a long time. There's that honesty, that transparency, the authenticity yes. that you're looking for. Hopefully it works. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but we had this prayer of in right here in this people, what, we're, what are you calling us to do? Who are you calling us to reach? And the way God answered it was a, was a picture. And so Valerie ended up taking a picture of us drawing out this picture. And so mm. w- when we wrote down the answer to the prayer, it was the picture of these four counties that we're in with a heart right at the center of where they all intersect. Um, and then it was some words that went along with it, and it was no one should be left out. That was the words, right? That's and cool. so it was this picture of these counties that we are located within that are bordered mm-hmm. up to us. And so we drew that thing out. So you've got the prayer written, but you've got the image of it. And there's some there's some crazy benefits to doing this. I'm going to give you three of them, and then we're going to wrap up. First off, it helps you stay focused, mm-hmm. right? So it gives your body something to do while you're praying. So yep. it helps you wait, right? And you aren't going to be writing, and then, like, you're not writing out, like, your thoughts. You're not, like, like we were talking about in the last episode, like, dear God, thank you for this day. I need to floss. You know, like, yes, exactly. you're going to be more... Your thoughts are going to be more like in line with what you're trying to do. You're going to write down an actual prayer. So now think about just learning techniques. Now you've not only thought it, but now you've written it down. You're much more likely to remember something if you write it down. Right. Right. I mean, everybody knows that. That's a key to memorization. Right. A key to memorization is write it down and then just write it over and over and over again. Right. If you Mm -hmm. want to memorize the Bible, start writing the verses. Mm -hmm. Write them over and over again. You'll memorize them. This is memorization one on one. And so it helps you focus. That's the first one. It gives your body something to do while you pray that helps you zone in Mm -hmm. in that wait period. Right. Until you can actually watch for that mental image, that Mm -hmm. vision, that picture to be answered. Um, A second benefit of it is it allows you to remember what you said to God and what God said to you. And so you don't have to go back to the same thing all the time. You can look back to it and go, I prayed this, and here's how God answered this, Mm -hmm. right? And so it allows you to kind of see the progression of your prayers without having to repeat the same stuff all the time. Mm Because we talked about earlier in this episode that your rut that you get into is praying the same things all over and over and over again. If you write them down, you won't do that. Because you'll write down what you're praying, and then when God answers it, you're writing that down too. So it lets you remember where you were and how you felt in your mental state when you asked and how God responded, how Mm -hmm. he came through. What picture did he plant in your heart? What what image did he give you? How did he answer this? What vision was placed there? Um, It lets you remember those things, which is a key. A key to us walking with Christ on a daily basis is remembering what God has done for us. Yeah. It is key. It's it, what lays out your future better than anything is remembering what he has done for you already. Mm-hmm. And then the third benefit is, and this one's cool, it allows you to test it. So if you write out your prayer and then remember in your own language, not for somebody else, not blog worthy, you write out your prayer and then you write out the answer. It lets you pause after this is over with, you know, when you're not praying, when you're just thinking, when you're looking back through, it lets you test it. It lets you go, okay. Is this from God? 
Yeah. Right? Or is this from the enemy? Or is this from me? Right. Or is this what I want to hear? Um, is this really from God? And we we preached on this. This is not in this teaching series, but I said before that this is the first time on the podcast that we've tied a preaching series and a podcast series at the same time. Yeah. Now, we've moved on preaching series from this series, and we're still doing it on the podcast, but it's the first time we did it. So one of the ones in the preaching series was you can and you should test whether what you're hearing is coming from God or not. Mm-hmm. And there's some ways in which you do that, right? You look at, you know, the 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 people of God around me confirm this. Does is is it is it um, is it uplifting? Is it beneficial to me? Is it? I don't remember the words I use, but is it not condemning? Right. right? It's not in that condemning language. It's in a building up, encouraging type language. Yeah. You know, various different ways you can test it, but writing it down lets you actually do that. Instead of just rolling by going, I heard from God, um, you can actually go, well, no, I'm pretty sure this is from God because I was able to digest this, look back over it, and test and make sure that this is something God was saying to me, yeah. not some guilt mess from the enemy and not some, um, you know, I ate some food last night, and so I was praying late at night, and this was some weird dream I had because of Taco Bell late at night. You right. know what I mean? Like, yeah. hey, I learned something cool. This this is off subject. We're going to wrap up. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, I watched this. I love this show. It's called um, The Food That Built America. And so it's the backstories oh, no. <laughs> on all these quintessential things like right. McDonald's. And um, I watched one the other day on uh, microwave popcorn and <laughs> – and then I was watching this other one about Taco Bell. Taco Bell's called Taco Bell because the guy that started it, his last name was Bell, which is kind of cool. And it wasn't his first taco place. His first taco place was Taco Tia, like tortilla, but Taco Tia. Yeah. Um, anyway, the partner that he had didn't want to take it, franchise it, and so he had to start all over. So anyway, wow. Taco Bell. Um, they opened up all these extra Taco Bells, um, like went crazy on the franchise stuff and they were in trouble. They'd opened up too many. It was like a house of cards. They were having to use oh, money no. from the one to build the next one and all this stuff. And uh, he's he and this guy, he's, he owns all these Taco Bells, right? It's his franchise thing. It's crazy. But he's still in the weeds. He's still in the store at night mopping, in this Taco Bell store mopping. And this guy walks in late at night um, and he goes, we're closed. And the guy walks out the door, and he pauses for a minute, and he ends up going, never mind, never mind, we're open. And that's what spawned them being open late. You know the whole Taco Bell open late thing? Yeah. It came because they were about to go out of business. They needed more a way to get revenue built back up. That's why they started being open late. It has wow. nothing to do with hearing from God, but it's right. a really cool story. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Taco Bell from the Lord. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm saying, you know, you eat something crazy late at night because Taco Bell's open yes. late and you get to, you know, Taco a, Bell. a beef burrito. That makes sense. And then you're like, later on, I had this crazy dream. Was it God? If you write down these things, you can test to determine yeah. whether it's God or not. If you don't, you're going to forget it first off yes. and have to keep going back. Yeah. Or you're going to just assume that it was God answering you when it was really Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, or whatever it is. It's true. So. Anywho, let's go back through them real fast, yeah. and then we're going to wrap up, and then we got one more coming at you in this series. Cool. Coming from Habakkuk in the Old Testament, chapters 1, 2, 3. Withdraw, wait, watch, and write. And then we're going to give you the fifth one next episode, which will wrap up these five ways. That's we need to call it ways because ways five is a W-2, right? Five ways. Yes to receive the guidance from God that you're asking yes. from, right? Cool. So, Yeah, sounds good. Well, thank you guys for being with us Thanks today. Thanks so much. Another bite-sized episode. We'll be back next week with the final dub. So. If you like these really short episodes, 
let us know. Don't tell us. Oh, don't tell us. I don't oh. know. I think you're probably right. Tell us because then we'll change up how we would do things. But we want your part feedback. of me that hates the short stuff. I'm really? such a long, like, I don't know. I just yeah, like let's to talk. just keep talking. Yeah. I just do. So, anyway. All right. Well, thank you guys for being with us today. We'll be back next week. See ya. See ya. Thank you for joining us on the Messy Walk podcast with Pastor Adam Cook. Make sure to follow us for future episodes that will be posted regularly each Wednesday. Have a good day.